we're not in this for ease. We're not in this for just like a quick sit back and let everything be automated process. We're in this for depth. We're in this for connection. We're in this for impact. I know that if you're watching this, that, that you resonate with that. This isn't just about money for you. Welcome to The Wealthy and Well Woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events, an international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. So energy for success, what is overflow? So this is the overflow masterclass, right? What is overflow? So the actual definition of overflow is to fill a space to capacity and spread beyond its limits. It's the excess or surplus not able to be accommodated by an available space. So I really just picture this like flowing over and those are just definitions like Google definitions from Webster dictionary or whatever. But so to fill a space to capacity and spread beyond its limits. So to go above and beyond, to be overflowing in all aspects of your life really means to be so full, like that analogy, right? Of filling up your own cup and operating from the space of overflow. I love that visual and it's one that I think a lot of us have heard is like, the self-care practice of filling up our own cup and then allowing that to spill over into everyone else in our life, to spill over into our clients. So that's when we're able to do these free masterclasses. We're able to take the time out of our work that we're not getting paid for to spill over and offer this training or this experience to clients. And we're able to really give from this place of like, I feel so good and I wanna give it back to you, right? So it's that place of overflow in your personal relationships, in your client relationships, in your work, in the way that you develop programs, in the way that you develop offers. Operating from overflow, we first need to identify what our hygienic leaks are and identify what does fill us up because that can look different for everyone. And if I say, you know, like breath work, always just do breath work, nothing else, that's all you need. Breath work is great, but there's probably other things that really land with you and really help fill up your own cup. So when do you feel the most like you? We did a little bit on that. Hopefully you identified when you feel the most alive and when do things feel easier for you? Like when, for me, this looks like when I'm traveling, I love to weave travel into my launch periods. Launch periods are traditionally known as this like stressful, energetically draining, like you need to go on vacation after a launch, you need to like check out for two weeks after a launch because you're so drained. And what I found is that that launch process, although yes, it can work to convert clients, it feels terrible and it's not really as productive at converting clients as when I'm on vacation. And I'm like, I mean, I always think of when I was in Costa Rica last fall and I was launching my mastermind for the first time, a higher level mastermind, and it felt like content was flowing through me. And um, my co-retreat leader was like, why don't you take a break? Like you're leading a retreat. Why are you so focused on creating content? And I'm like, 
it's not that I'm so focused on doing it. Like it's not the pressure of needing to do it. It's flowing through me because I feel so good. I am like living my dream right now, like teaching yoga in this amazing, beautiful and Nosaro Costa Rica. Like I could not feel better. And that overflow is spilling into my content. It's like spilling out of me into my notepad, into my notes on my phone. And I really can't contain it. So it's not pressure. There's a big difference between like, I have to get this done pressure. Oh, let me go work. Let me go sit down and try to write this content and the difference of really that overflow where it's literally bubbling out of you. Same with offers. Like this is so strong on your heart with a new offer that it's bubbling out of you. This is like soul revival for me for soul revival last April. I was in Mexico visiting my brother and I was journaling and just you know, like feeling amazing. I watched the sunrise. I did a meditation practice out on the balcony overlooking the gorgeous ocean, like in paradise. And I just started journaling my morning, my morning gratitude and my morning notes. And what came out was I'm feeling something deeper. I'm feeling a soul revival. I want to help people get in touch with their pain, with what hurts and be able to catalyze that into powerful growth, to feel ease in their life and their relationships, to have the life of their wildest dreams. And it all starts with this work, with this personal development work. And part of myself really blocked that for a long time of like, no, I'm a business coach now. I'm, I'm not a life coach. I can't bring in the, now there's all this personal development, even though that's something that I've done for so many years and it's so fiery in my heart and my soul. And I love teaching yoga. I love um, all of the breath work and meditation. Like that's a huge part of who I am in my work. And for a long time, I tried to silence that. And now for almost a year, actually exactly a little over a year before it started bubbling so deeply inside of me that I'm like, no, I have to put this out there. This is the work that I would do literally if no one watched it, if no one cared, if no one showed up, this is what excites me. This is what I am dying to do. And that is that overflow of when you tap into that energy, when you tap into that spring of energy of this is so exciting, I can't not share this. So what do you really want right now? Take a moment, top of your list. What is it that you're really wanting? Is it a stronger relationship? Is it a certain financial goal? Is it um, impact or more clients? What is that number one goal that's like really at the top of your mind right now? Is that more ease? Is that more sisterhood? I mean, it could be anything, but is there one goal? We always usually pretty much everyone will have one thing that's kind of like really on their mind at the current time. So what is identify that big goal Then I want you to ask yourself, why do you want that three times? So let's say your big goal right now is to have more clients. Like I want, for example, your biggest goal right now is like, I want to serve a hundred women this year. Why? Why do you want to serve a hundred women? Because I want a hundred women to be lit up about their life and to be rippling out change into their communities and to be overjoyed and telling me how grateful they are that they worked with me. That's what I want. Okay. Now, why, why do you want that? What does that mean for you? It means that I have deep purpose in my work. It means that I'm changing the world. It means that I'm doing something impactful. Okay. So that deeper why is like wanting to create impact, wanting to have work that matters, wanting to really impact people's lives for the better and make a serious change. And then ask what scares you about achieving that? Is it fear of judgment? Is it fear of being seen? Is it this fear that you're not worthy, that you don't know enough to help people in that way? Is it a fear of being perceived as too confident or too over the top 
or in the process. There's usually something that's scaring us about achieving that goal that's kind of holding us back, that's kind of holding us back from jumping two feet in. Because if we didn't have any fears around it, we wouldn't have anything that would stop us from going 180 miles an hour straight for it, right? Like hitting that target straight on. So there's gotta be some sort of fear associated with that. So digging into that a little bit to get clarity around what is that that's coming up? What's the energy when you cultivate those results? So say, for example, you hit the 100 new clients goal that you have set for yourself this year. You really want 100 new clients. And what is the energy in the process of cultivating that? So we're looking at that a lot today is are you allowing yourself to have fun in the process? Are you allowing yourself to connect with people in a way that feels really good for you? Are you allowing yourself to create offers to attract these clients in a way that's really aligned? Or are you following this strict strategy of what you think is going to work, what you think is going to make you the most money, what you think is going to bring you in the most clients instead of being authentically you in the process and having fun and being yourself and really enjoying it. So we're looking just as much at the goal as the energy that goes into us achieving that goal. And this doesn't mean that you achieving your goal should be like super easy and like growth challenges us, right? Growth is meeting our edge oftentimes. And it's about getting comfortable with those edges. It's about getting comfortable with those divots, you know, in the process to reaching our goal. It's about reaffirming our trust in the process, our trust in ourselves to be able to make that reality, that goal a reality. And we're not in this for ease. We're not in this for just like a quick sit back and let everything be automated process. We're in this for depth. We're in this for connection. We're in this for impact. I know that if you're watching this, that you resonate with that. This isn't just about money for you. So what is draining your energy in this process? Worrying, right? Worrying about, is it gonna happen? Is, it, is this really gonna happen? Can I do this? Is, you know, or dwelling on the fears behind achieving that goal. So worrying steals our energy. It takes the energy that we could be pouring into experiences, into clients, into connections with wondering what if. Self-imposed or society-imposed timelines. So if you're saying like, oh, I should have hit this already. Like I've been doing this for a year now. Why haven't I hit this? Why haven't I hit this financial goal? Why haven't I hit this client number goal? Why are people not flocking to everything I put out there? You know, like what's What's wrong with me? So that's another way of draining our energy. Is that doing anything for us? Is that helping us get closer to the goals? No, all that's doing is putting someone else timeline on our unique journey. You have a unique timeline, you have a unique journey. Becoming an energetic match, reaching those big massive goals that I know you have because you're here. If you have those big massive goals, it's going to take initiations. It's going to take some bumps in the road. We often need to learn what we're repeating, right? Like there's that saying, you, you repeat what you don't repair. So we need to heal. We need to learn certain lessons in this process. And you're going to probably face some frustrations and some pain along the way if you're not allowing yourself to learn those lessons and move through them. So if you see in this process, you're attracting a lot of, you know, the wrong clients, take a look at that. Why, why could you be, what, what do you need to learn from that? If you're having the same sort of interactions or you're attracting the same energetics, you know, like what is that showing about how you're showing up for yourself? Cause often we attract what we are looking at those limitations and knowing that things are happening for you 
and not to you. That's a, such a powerful reframe is everything is happening for you. If it's negative, it's a lesson. It's, it's asking you to learn, to grow through it, and then to blast into your next level of expansion. Fear and anxiety, that's a big one that will drain your energy. If you're spending time caught up just like your worries, if you're spending time anxious and wondering or trying to control the outcomes of situations, that's draining a lot of the energy that you could be building and overflowing into your community. Perfectionism, super draining, <laughs> goes right into that fear and anxiety and worrying. Um, this is a big one, misalignment. If you are misaligned in your message, if you are not embodied in what you're teaching, if you are not living what you're teaching and what you're saying you want, if you're not you know, showing up with that lens and you're not really aligned to your message, it's gonna feel so hard. It's gonna feel so draining. This is the same with clients. If you're working with clients that are not aligned and you're just working with clients that you think you should, because it seems like it would be, you know, the, the best fit or they would have the most money or whatever. That feels freaking draining. It's terrible. It's so much better to have a smaller amount of amazing dream clients that light you up and that feel like a vacation when you're talking to them that feel like good friends than to have a hundred clients that are absolutely draining. Cause you probably wouldn't be able to get a hundred clients. If you're allowing draining clients into your orbit, those are sucking a lot of your energy and those could be taking the energy from welcoming in more people, more of the right fit for your community. Weighing options, being in an undecided state, so energetically draining. Leadership is is living in the yes and the no. It's being decided. It's knowing what you want. It's going fiercely for it. It's taking time to, it's taking, it's feeling into the decisions and being able to make decisions quicker because you know what's aligned for you. You know where you're headed. You know what you want. And that allows you to achieve it much faster because you're not stuck in the, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. I don't know, I'm undecided. What do you think? Asking everyone else, you're able to make the decision for you that you know is right in a much faster manner. So learn to listen to yourself. This is a huge part. Learn to listen to yourself and your intuition and make self-led decisions. And we are always, we are constantly in the state of growth, right? Like I will totally say what I was teaching six months ago or a year ago has evolved in that time because I've evolved and that's so exciting. And I encourage you to not stay stuck in a certain methodology or a certain framework that you may have had, but to be open to expand and then to lead yourself into that expansion, to lead yourself into those decisions and those situations that will expand you into those containers that make you feel more alive and just living at the level that you want to be at. Bring yourself into those containers. So what if it wasn't what you were doing that was draining your energy, but in fact, what you weren't doing, this plays into that alignment piece a lot, like what you weren't saying, what you weren't letting yourself work on, what you're not letting yourself be that's authentically you because you think you need to fit into a mold that's not you. So I think I've shared this, but when I started out um, as a business coach for a while, yes, I, I talked on this a little bit before when I was talking about the soul revival idea and thinking like, that's not for me. I was meeting a lot of this resistance, feeling like I had to drop the yoga and mindset passion and work that I love to do and uh, nuts to my own horn, but I am a great yoga instructor, you know, like that's a huge part of me. I had this massive misalignment feeling like I needed to let that go to be taken seriously as a business coach, like the whole niching rule of like, no, you need to do, you need to be one thing. You need to put yourself into this box. And if you don't like nothing's going to work for you. What I found the hard way because I went through it is that's absolutely incorrect. Like the more 
you bring to the table, the more that you're going to stand out, the more that you're going to really resonate with the right clients. A lot of my clients, most of my clients are some sort of instructors, yoga, bar, fitness, like a lot of my clients have that background. Not all of them. There's plenty of clients that I have that are other service providers or solid coaches. Of course, coaching is the, the primary, but a lot of them at least have that background. And that's really how we connected, right? That's how um, they found me. That's how they connected with me. So those unique pieces of yourself, the more you can lean into being you, into being the fullest expression of that, the more you're really going to welcome in your community and you're going to grow your business and you're going to get closer to your goals and all the things. This applies, of course, for business. I have the tendency to go strongly back there because I know most of you um, are business owners, but this also applies in your life for any goals in your relationships. If you are, you know, looking for just the perfect looking package, but really what matters to you is your values for freedom, your values for um, growth, and that's like misaligned. If you're dealing with a misalignment in relationships, that's going to feel really freaking hard. That's going to feel sticky, right? So the misalignment piece really can drain our energy and keep us from expanding in any aspect of our life. So have you learned a strategy that really drains you? Maybe you've had experience with this. You can spend so much time trying to do a specific formula and then have no energy to do the actual thing. And you're just like thinking of it and running over different ways to do it, but you don't end up doing it. You don't end up doing the masterclass or you do it with an energy that is so flat and people can feel that because it's not embodying you. It's not really what feels alive for you. So it takes so much energy to try to emulate someone else. It takes so much energy. That's an energy, massive energy drain instead of being more deeply and truly who you are. Oftentimes that resistance, like I love to think of this as if you're trying to swim upstream, right? Trying to swim against the current and you're like, ugh, battling. And I did this last summer, so I have a very vivid visual of this, like trying to cross a river and you're like totally going upstream and you're like, it's trying to carry your way. Or if you just sit back and let the, the current take you, you know, that's a huge difference. And that is the same as if you're trying to fit into someone else's mold, if you're trying to be someone else, that's gonna feel so hard it's going to feel so sticky than if you're just leaning back and letting yourself fully shine it takes so much freaking energy to live your life as well in accordance to someone else's standards so really being true to you and what your values are you are the only one who truly knows what's right for you and so giving your power away can be so draining i encourage you to take your power back to really own your power and to own your decisions. Letting someone else tell you what your path should be is absolutely draining. Okay, so enough about the draining. These are all the things that are draining us. So we need to identify those and at least know that they're, they could be there in different aspects, but you don't need something else. You need to just be more you. You need to tap into your innate power. You need to know what lights you up that's unique to you. So what creates this unlimited spring of energy then? One thing is trust, it's self-trust. It's trusting in something bigger. It's trusting in the universe. It's trusting in our path. It's trusting in this bigger vision for ourselves. And I wanna tell you that 
if you have this bigger vision, if you have a vision, I think I always think of this. Um, I went to Gabby Bernstein in Boston, I think three or four years ago, just before I started my coaching journey, or maybe right along the same time frame. She shared something in that, and I can't exactly remember like how she shared it, but it was like this guided visualization and, and kind of the same thing of like what makes you feel the most alive. And I really pictured myself on stages. I pictured myself going deeper with women going deeper with this work, sharing my story, sharing the hardships and really allowing those to be pathways to help people overcome pain and help people step more into their power, help people live a life of their wildest dreams. And that's really that vision, although it felt like, oh my God, can I really do that? That seems so far away. Like, can I really impact that amount of people? And if the dream is in you, it means that it's already a part of you. That is already a part of you. Are you willing to step into that? Are you willing to take the necessary action to allow that to come to life? Because you are already that. You are, I'm already a speaker, right? The fact that that is a vision in me means that it's true. And there's many times in my life where I wouldn't be able to do that. I would be scared shitless, you know? Like, I'd be terrified to get on a stage. I thought of this at Be Well Fest a couple of weekends ago. Um, like, getting on stage and, and seeing a sea full of people could have been terrifying and was at many points in my life. Even starting teaching yoga, my face would get bright red. I would, like, have a panic attack. And I fought through it and did a lot of mindset work. And now it's, like, become part of what lights me up. I love it. It's exciting. It's exhilarating. I love to share. I love to connect. That trust in your vision, in the fact that it's meant for you. And coming back to that idea I shared earlier is like, you're going to repeat what you don't learn. You're going to repeat what you don't repair. So if you're dealing with a lot of these same things that are coming up in your life, really look at like, how are you calling that in? And how, what is, what is the lesson? What is the lesson that you need? So I think of this, um, I had some situations with clients, you know, disregarding contracts, asking for refunds, and I never dealt with this. And then all of a sudden I had like multiple scenarios with this and I'm like, what is going on? Like, why am I calling this in? I am not that client. I never have been late on payments. I always, you know, I mostly pay in full. I mostly decide quickly. Like that is not me that, why am I calling this in? And I was frustrated at first. And then I learned like, I need to go through this. I need to experience this. I need to learn to be stronger in this to be able to guide the clients at the level that I see myself guiding them. I need to be able to help other coaches go through this. I need to be able to have that firsthand experience of some of the harder parts of business because no one wants to learn from somebody who's had just a smooth sail and easy journey the whole entire way. You need to have those hardships. It's how you grow, it's how you learn, it's how you stay committed to the pathway and you know that you can overcome anything. So another part of this is passion. So energy reviving is really having passion for what you're doing, having passion for how you're living. Do you actually like what you're doing? Do you like the process? Do you like who you're being in this journey, in, in your becoming? Do you actually practice what you preach? If you're preaching yoga and breath work, are you practicing yoga and breath work? Are you going to classes? Are you doing your own practice? Like. That embodiment piece and that passion around what you're teaching is really, really important. Are you excited about your work and are you enjoying the process? Are you excited to show up to your clients? Like what pieces could you drop that you may be telling yourself or, or outside people are telling you that you have to have to be successful because oftentimes that's bullshit and there's a lot of things that you can customize to what works best for you. Fulfillment, the level of purpose and impact you're making. So even if you're, I touched 
on this before too. Even if you're hitting those financial goals, are you fulfilled in the process? Plays into all the other things. Do you like what you're doing? Do you feel a sense of purpose and impact or do you feel like you're missing the mark there and it doesn't feel super good for you. Ownership, are you taking ownership of your results? This is a huge one. This came up a lot on my Monetize Your Magic call yesterday. Um, we were chatting about sales and what to look for when you're bringing on clients and when you're accepting clients because just as much of that process of them saying yes to you is you saying yes to them. And when you're in your power, you're really looking for things that are gonna make people the most successful if they work with you. And a huge part of that is how they show up for themselves. If they're self-led, are they taking ownership of their results? And that's something that I like to ask on, like before I would get on a call or before if I'm in a conversation with somebody before I'm accepting them as especially a higher level client is what results, you know, what have you tried in the past? What didn't work and how do you take ownership for that? I have a sticky note on my wall in my office actually that says everything is your fault. Seems a little harsh, <laughs> but it's true. It's like when you can take deep ownership, like everything's your fault. The amount of people aren't showing up for your masterclass. Did you take enough time to promote it? <laughs> this is a perfect example. I didn't really take a lot of time to promote this. I'm happy that a lot of you will be watching on the replay, but I take ownership of my results. If I want a lot more people, there's a lot of other things that I could be focused on to be to be getting them here at the at the time. So how are you, everything's your fault. How are you taking ownership for that? And how are you gonna choose different in your life, in your business, all of the things? So when are you responsible and in control? This is such a beautiful thing. Oftentimes we think, oh, well, if I'm taking all of that on, that's gonna create such anxiety, that's gonna create such stress, but it's actually really beautiful because it allows you to shift and change things that you don't like. You can always adopt, adapt and overcome and choose to do things different. And that's beautiful. That is like you in your power. You have the power to do something different, right? Okay, and the last one is support. When you have support, you go further faster. It's just the way it is. And this with more ease. And this can be, yes, via business coaching, via life coaching, via relationship coaching. I love coaching. <laughs> um, all of these things. It could be in your team. Do you, have the, do you have the effective support that you need in your, in your team? Do you need help to scale, to, to reach some of these goals? Do you have support in your spiritual world? Do you have a favorite yoga instructor? Do you have um, a Reiki practitioner? Like whatever it is, like do you have some sort of spiritual support in your life? Do you have a meditation practice or a meditation teacher or an app? Of course, mentorship in your life, in your home? Are you asking for support from your friends, from your family, from your partner? Are you asking for what you need? Do you have that support? And this one really is a non-negotiable to me. Like the more that you have support, the more ease you're gonna feel, the more energetic you're gonna feel, the more you're gonna be operating from overflow, the more you're gonna be able to give back to all of these amazing people that are, that are helping you achieve these goals. So what actually creates fulfillment and the energy are all of these things. It's not actually the car. It's not the dream house. Those things are great. We want those and you can have it all. And I love like, I love that for you, but they're not at the core. What's going to create fulfillment? What's going to create this energy? What's going to create you in love with your life and with your business? They add to it. They're cherries on top, the money, the car, the house, all those things are beautiful cherries on top of the amazing cake. <laughs> or pie or whatever that is you operating from overflow and that's like the main thing I want you to get across from this masterclass is like you are so worthy regardless of those external factors and if you haven't hit those yet you are still worthy you're still amazing your your programs and your offers 
are changing lives. That does not determine your worthiness. That does not determine your value or that doesn't, that shouldn't determine your fulfillment and your energy either. You can still be operating from overflow before you have those external factors. So tap back into that and that's going to lead into those things. So what are some of these things that you can do that are really going to help boost all of these other areas of energy that we talked about? Gratitude. <laughs> This one never gets old, right? It's never gonna get old. Specifically focusing on the thing that you want right now and embodying that energy. You wanna be a seven-figure business coach? How does a seven-figure business coach feel? How, how do you feel when you're a seven-figure coach, right? When you're making seven figures in your mindset or life coaching or anything, if that's your goal. What does it feel like to have a community of 500 people? Maybe that's your goal. What does that feel like? How can you embody that right now? How can you be grateful for every single client that's coming through your doors or that's coming through your screen, <laughs> how can you just be in awe and, and so grateful for them and sharing from that place instead of from the scarcity place of like, oh, I don't have it yet. Why don't I have it yet? So coming back to this gratitude for all the things that you have, I just told a client this week um, that we were dealing with some of the financial pieces of this, of like, how do you stay on track? How do you welcome in more? I feel like I'm doing all the things. I do the affirmations. I have the mantras. Like, what what's the next level and a big piece of this is like really focusing and, and celebrating that client that just paid you 500 maybe it wasn't the 5,000 or 50,000 that you wanted them to do but it maybe it was 50 maybe it was 500 you know still celebrating that still feeling so grateful for that still getting really excited about that as though it was the 500,000 <laughs> as though it was the whatever amount right so if it's in your relationship Start a love tracker, start a gratitude, like all of the good things that happen throughout the day. Focus on those things. If you're for yourself or your singleness, if you're single and you're wanting, you know, to really have call in a more fulfilled option or, or more self-love, what are things that you love about yourself throughout the day? Take note of that. Take note of the things that are going really well. Really like track these physically, I find can be so helpful in this process. If it's clients, if you're like wanting to call in more client success, maybe create a brag book. Then this can be for yourself. Yes, of course, always fun to share as testimonials and, and help you grow as well on social media. But I love the brag book idea. We used to do this in corp in my corporate job, and um, it would be mostly for like prepping for interviews. But creating like all the wins that you experience and looking back on that, this is such a good practice for you if you're feeling in a slump or you're feeling like you have a hard, you know, client interaction or you have a hard you know income month or something like this happening in your business like looking at that brag book really helps like bring you back into the reality because we can get so stuck sometimes in the little things that happen so being able to have that bounce back rate and that can really play into that number two for these three like really tangible steps that you can do is audit your circle Happiness and success is 100% contagious. It just is. Um, there was a study that found that living even within a mile from a happy person can boost your own happiness. That's crazy, right? Oh, by 25%, <laughs> I should mention that part. But like by 25%, just by living in a radius of someone else that's happy and loving their life, like find more of those people. Your brain has these mirror neurons. And if you took my master, my goal setting masterclass or um, listened to the podcast, one of my early on podcast episodes, I think it was like two or three, on goal setting and manifesting your desires. This was a big one for that of these mirror neurons. Like you actually mimic the people that you spend the most time with, right? So oftentimes we are 
when we're like hiring a coach or something, we're almost paying to be in that energy. We're paying to have a piece of that, you know, we're, we're paying to like let that ripple. Like in the coaching industry, I've said to friends and things like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna work with her. She's working with this coach and I'll get the ripple down effect. Like you get this effect of proximity. So a lot of times these higher level coaching packages is actually like you're paying for the energy, you're paying for that proximity, you're paying to like soak up some of that in your own business, in your own life, in your own relationship, whatever it is. So the proximity, the closer you are to the energy you want, the more you are becoming that. It's crazy. And it's like so important to audit your circle because who is the opposite of what you're striving for? Who is what you're not wanting to embody, embody and how much time are you spending with them and allowing that to penetrate who you're becoming, who you are? Who is your circle? Who is your mentor? Who are you choosing to learn from? more so than the, the knowledge that they're spilling out. You know, how do you actually relate to their life? How do you want to mirror their life? Because in many ways you will working with them, right? It's very cool. And the third one is really invest in experiences over things. This has been a huge one as long as I can remember in my life. And this is actually like proven as well for happiness and fulfillment is like you are your own best ROI. Like you are always going to be your best ROI. You get exactly what you need from every investment in yourself. Whether this is travel, that's an experience. Whether this is, you know, a massage, whether this is a coach, whether this is a self-development program, whether this is a yoga class, you are going to get what you need from those experiences at that time and you are your own best ROI. So the more that you build yourself up, the more that you are becoming this person in the process, no one can take that away from you, right? Money as a resource, that can come and go, that can flow. We can always make more, we can always spend it, we can always lose it, like that can happen with money. With you as yourself, like you investing in yourself, like you're gonna hold on to that no matter what happens in life. And that is pretty incredible. We also remember experiences way longer than we remember, like than we, remember that dopamine hit from like buying something. So if you buy a new car, there's plenty of studies on this done that you feel like super happy, but it wears off so quick. Whereas if you invest in experience like travel or a personal development program or business coaching, like that is gonna reap the benefits and you're gonna continue to see that for days, months, years, decades to come. Like that's, you're always gonna have that with you and not you're not gonna always have that joy of like, a new car purchase, right? So you're gonna receive those positive effects for much longer. I wanna copy, I wanna um, offer you guys a couple mantras. The deeper I go, the higher I rise. The deeper I go, the higher I rise. The more support I allow, the more easeful the process. The more support I allow, the more easeful the process. The more fun I have, the more money I make. This is one of my favorites. The more fun I have, the more money I make. Are you having fun? Like I'm having fun just leading this masterclass right now. It's awesome. I'm gonna turn this into a podcast episode too. And um, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I hope you are too watching it. Um, the more fun I have, the more money I make. The quicker I learn through discomfort, the faster I grow. So celebrating even the discomfort, even the sticky times, because when you're learning through that discomfort, when you're growing through it and beyond it, 
you're growing and you're growing faster. And the more that you can learn those lessons, the faster you grow. So the quicker I learn through, the quicker I learn through discomfort, the faster I grow. Okay. So, um, real quick. So revival, we go deep. Like this is scratching the surface in an hour. Um, and I feel like I could talk about this all day, obviously, which is why I created a whole program around it because I can't put all the things in here. But so revival is where you're really stripping away any of these layers of society, of the shoulds, of what you think you have to do, of like any of the, you've probably heard me tell this analogy because it's one of my favorite, but there's a story of the golden Buddha and he's covered in plaster and to hide it from a war. And there's monks carrying the golden Buddha and they dropped it and they see a glimmer of gold shine through. They chipped away and it was a solid gold statue. So I think of those layers in our lives as like the fear, the shame, all these things that we packed on to cover up our own unique, authentic, beautiful expression. And so we're really chipping away in this program to let that gold shine so much brighter. So this is how you show up bolder and brighter in your life, in your business. Like I said, this isn't even a business strategy program. I think a lot of people will be business owners in there because that's the community that I have. But this is for anyone who wants to show up bolder and brighter. Like this work is at the base of a business revival is a soul revival. And at the base of living a life of our wildest dreams is a soul revival. So this work applies to any goal or just wanting to feel fuller, brighter, bigger in your life and you'll know if that's you you will know and i encourage you to to lean in to talk to me or to sign up right away if that's you um we kick off the week of may 30th so in a couple of weeks okay so soul revivals you strip away all these layers of plasters and you dive deep into your emotional fire so that you can rise from any of the pain that you've experienced any of the like drawbacks or the stickiness like a phoenix and you can rise into deeper purpose, clarity, alignment, bold expression. And this is done really through this mind, body, and soul healing. So it's not just like me talking at you. We're going to integrate with powerful, very specific yoga classes that are really yoga workshops with very intentional breath work, with very intentional chakra activations to help you move through these blocks. So we're really embodying what we're learning and what we're experiencing and not just having it kind of go in one ear and out the other, right? We're really integrating this. We're integrating it in a space that is activating you, that is supporting you, that allows you to really create this lasting change. This is a completely radical self-healing program for the bold woman who's ready to fully trust herself, trust her instincts and follow her intuition, not just in business, like I mentioned, but in all aspects of her life, in her relationship, in her personal life, in her um, like sense of ease and sisterhood, like healing the sisterhood wound, you know, being able to lean in and really find your tribe, all of these things. There's gonna be three amazing guest experts as well. And this is where you can really activate your leadership in a bigger way and find that next level confidence. So if you're like feeling yourself like you're holding back a little bit in your life or your business, this is really going to help you elevate your personal power and show up like, bam, here I am world, love it or hate it, I am here. Um, so you can really show up bigger and brighter in your life and in your business. So I welcome you into Soul Revival. If this feels aligned, you will know if it's the right fit for you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. 
If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the wealthy and well woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there. And I cannot wait to connect you with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.